That would be an alpha move. And good evening, everybody. It is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. It We just finished the uh, 22nd episode of Big Brother Canada 9. And we're here to talk about the week eight Weedo, uh, uh, Wednesday veto episode. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit tired. It's been quite a week already. Um, talk about this episode. I'm Dave Mater coming at you here on Super Mater Brothers podcasting along with Jamil Robinson. Jamil, what a night we had. Um, quite the roller coaster, I got to say. Um, but so much to break down this if right from the top of the show with these narrations uh you know where are we going to um get a one-way ticket to or win a, a, a ticket to safety town was the question will anyone win a ticket to safety town or is it a one-way trip? One trip to good times A one-way trip to good times. Did you feel like you took a one-way trip to good times tonight? Um, I guess so. <laughs> if safety, if safety town is the alternative, um, no, I went to good town. Good there's times. safety town, and then there's good times, which is kind of the name of a place. That's like Bon Tomp, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, Bon Tomps. Okay. Bon Tomps, like the True Blood. That was a little bit of a True Blood yes. reference for the for the French language market, though it translated perfectly. <laughs> Yes, yes, actually. Uh, how uh, Canadian so, of them. So much to break down here tonight. Jensen wins the veto, Jamil. Takes Beth off the block. Braden goes up as the pawn. Jamil, we were talking about this the other night. We were saying, what the hell is Tara thinking? What went wrong here? What is this the right? This has to be a disastrous move. The way this episode was presented to me tonight, Jamil, and I don't, I don't know what's going on in Spoiler Town, but uh, spoiler town, safety town, whatever town. Um, I was pretty convinced by this edit that Tara and Kiefer have complete control of this whole situation. And Brayden is very safe. And Jensen is definitely going. And only Beth is going to be blindsided by this. So what's, the, what's to worry about? Okay. I am only going to have an opinion when I'm talking based upon the timeline of this show. If you want up-to-date information, folks, you got to stay to the spoiler section, right? Okay. So at this point, right, um, with all the information that we received on the television show and up to the spoilers to this episode, what we what we saw was Kiefer presenting an idea. Kiefer presenting this idea to Tara, Tara running with it, Tara putting the groundwork in, Kiefer also doing the same. For some reason, <laughs> some reason, it it seems like it worked. But at the same time, what we didn't see that happened during this time period is that everyone who's like, there's no way they would try to vote me out unless they put tie up. Because if they don't put tie up and they put Brayden up, like the votes are listed as we're going to just send Brayden home. And Tara's like, oh, I don't want people to get angry at me because I promised all these things, so I have to put Brayden up. But if Brayden says no, I will not put him up and I'll put up Ty. Who said he's fine with being put up? So she asked Brayden. And Brayden's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> you can put me up. <laughs> and then she tells this to Kiefer. And Kiefer's like, um, you should put up Ty. <laughs> And then she's like, oh, but I don't want people getting angry at me. 
And then she, and then Kiefer talks to Brayden, and Brayden is like, uh, I think there might be a problem. And then Kiefer's like, talk to Tara and tell her that you feel uncomfortable. Uh, it's okay. So, <laughs> yeah, and you told me this the other night, but yeah. none of this made the episode tonight. None, none of it. None so of it. So it's presented it seemed... as Kiefer is. This is all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> Braden's very comfortable. He goes to the diary room. Says she's like, maybe I go home, but whatever. This is fine. This is golden. You know what? It in in Big Brother's episodes past, you've seen situations, especially during the end, where you you have people who are playing who are like, "There's no way I can win." And then they have this just attitude where it's like they're just a uh, a husk of a body that like a like a, a doll or like a test dummy that you kind of just fling around in different areas, right? You just carry with you, and that's basically what they're doing. Brayden is dead weight. He's dead weight. He dead weight strategically because you're you are not seeing any work being put in. He seemingly has given up the ghost, right? If I can coin it, like you're delusional, mama. Right, he is there for the this uh, the diary sessions, right? And I I think that <laughs> I don't know if he would self evict if he goes on slop again because I don't even know what he's up. I guess it's just a stipend. He knows he's getting paid. Lies, lies, lies. It, no, of course, he, girl. I'll definitely let you know if anyone is gonna backdoor you this week. This is like a job it's, for him, you're saying. This yeah, is not. Yeah. It looks like he's just working on his soundboard. He's going to probably like send out an app where it's just like Braden's hits, you know, on Big Brother, where he just says sassy stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I, like, where is the work being put in? Because like anyone who's looking to win this game would not let this happen. Would not yeah. let this happen. No, this was this was laziness, and I understand now that yeah, Braden with this kind of stuff on his resume is not looking too good. How dare they? Well, we dare. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it, it's it, you, you know sometimes Braden's alive, sometimes he's on the show, sometimes you think he's even playing the game, and then he kind of disappoints you. Now, none of that's maybe matters, right? Because true, uh, true. Really, we can all come this Thursday, comes... we can come Thursday, and this just becomes like what was Jamil talking about? Ah, I'd even I'd even play a factor in this. Well, the only thing that doesn't matter, it, like whether Braden is a good player or not, or whether you know he's kind of beside the point to me because um, Jensen obviously huge target, huge target. The Cody uh, Califiori of this a season, right? Uh, uh, the, this right, the dominant player, sort of like yes. the, the the alpha. Uh, how can I not play, play that clip. Play That'll that be an alpha move. move. It's an alpha. Move. Every everything Jensen does is now an alpha move. Oh. Um, and uh, I heard he went to the bathroom and it was very alpha. It's very alpha. He doesn't do beta. Come yeah. on. He's he's on he's about number one. Um, so Jensen here. Uh, you have to take this guy out, right? But it really comes down to to Sean. This is all gonna kind of conti be contingent on what who is to Sean ultimately going to be loyal to. Now he talked a big game tonight. There's a lot of edits. He's talking here with Kiefer and Braden and Tara that he's more with them. That he's going to not be with Beth and, to, and Je this is basically turning on Jensen. He's going to vote Jensen out here. He's going to vote uh, his other uh, his undercover brother out and and maybe build a resume for himself. Maybe right. It depends on how much you you know is 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 Tashawn the consummate beta to Jensen's alpha or is he actually the usurper that we hope he is, right? <laughs> um, Look, because I I I, can, I cannot see this man Ty winning. 
with Jed still in the game. There's no way. There's no way. He he has not done the the social enough because everyone looks to Jed, right? As being the the alpha of the group per se. Right? Um he has not he does not have the wins, right? He he like where's the resume? Where's the resume? So unless he does something and this would be a something I just don't see how this man could win. So it would make no sense outside of sentimentality to have these the the sunsetters or the sauce, you know, the sauce. The sauce to come to the end together so that they can have like a hug session, a, a sequence where they would um where they can say oh we made it to the end and he can put that on his resume, right? Um I helped Right, like I the, was, uh, I was the, a contributor. The little brother, the little brother. Yeah, I was um, a minority shareholder in this uh, <laughs> in this company, and I, I had, I had a say at board meetings. Yes, that's gonna <laughs> be like his my, biggest case. I put up my hand, and they heard me. That's basically it. They didn't use any of your decisions, right? <laughs> right. But you were heard. Non-voting right? member. Non-voting. Non-voting member. member. So I don't see how he could win. So you're looking at yourself, and you're. You're obviously trying to play, unlike Brayden. You have to make a move like this. You have to. You have to. Absolutely. However, we're getting near the end, and I gotta start playing for myself at some point. Duh. Duh. So, so what I'm getting from the show right now, Jamil, and these edits and these diary room sessions, quite a few more, more diary room sessions for Tashan tonight than I think he's had all season. Yep. Okay. And uh, he's like, I'm gonna play for myself, and I, if he's buying into that narrative. Right, like then, mm -hmm. I think that this is real. I think maybe it is going to be Jed. Like my fear tomorrow night is that it's going to be Brayden. You so, know, somehow, somehow Jed and Beth are going to flip this, and it's going. You know, I don't. It's not even flipping because they think it's already locked in. So yeah. it's 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 whether or not the, the plan crumbles if Ty flips. Here's the problem, ultimate problem that we all have. If it was any other season, other people, you'd be like, well. You know, they're pretty much, you know, once they are locked in, they're locked in. It makes perfect sense that they take this move. But not with these people. These people, like, they game themselves. They're like, oh, shoot, if we do this, this would be, like, the most alpha move. And it's like, wait, this is totally, like, against, like, helping yourself out get to the end. You're just doing a move for the sake of a move because it seems totally off the wall, right? It's not even, like, a wheel where, it, like, it it trickles to like an idea and they go with it. It's like the opposite of what they were planning. It's like, Hey, we got a plan. Yo, what if we don't do the plan? And we do the opposite of the plan. And it's <laughs> like, you're just waiting to see which part flip flops last. Right. Yeah. Whatever. When the timer runs out. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like with a lot of these people. So like, even I, who is kind of up to date with what's going on, I'm like, is it gonna happen? I I don't know. There's too many hours left, right? There's still right. hours left. It's still 24 hours from now, or a little less than, right? At this point, because this you, will well, you know, it will air tomorrow night. It will air tomorrow night around this time. We'll be yeah. watching at, at this time tomorrow. You know when I will know if if they're actually like it actually went through after the episode airs. I, like, that's the only way for sure because I can't trust these people. I can't trust no, it. no, it's too flighty. Tara. Tara, well, Tara is all over the place, but Tara's not. It doesn't vote, right? She, it's all about. So Kiefer is a key player in this. 
Kiefer, it depends also what he wants. I think he's steering quite a bit of this. Um, it's it, but and and how much Deshaun is going to trust in Kiefer, right? And yeah. Tara, right? Um, was I was so excited tonight because I thought like Ty and Tara, my two draft picks, were going to work together. Now they seem to be coming together. They he's going to clean toilets, and she's like, "Oh, good for you!" I'm clean the toilet and work out. Oh, good for you. <laughs> He's like, you. she's like, you dirty talker, you. You're going to claim. Yeah, get dirty. Get dirty. <sighs> going to yeah. make that bed? Yeah, you make that bed. You make that you. Good for you. I see you try to seduce me washing those dishes. Right. <laughs> um, the, Jensen and Tara had a, a, a conversation after this tonight also uh, in the HOH um, where, the you know, he... I don't know. Their relationship's been interesting, you know, and this d- dynamic um, where he was the HOH and she was the nominee, and now she's flipped it onto him. Uh, you know, in retrospect, I'm not. He's not too comfortable with this, right? Uh, this this power shift this week, you know, in every diary room. So she's like, "Listen up, Tara, I'm coming for you." I don't, you know, or like it just every time it doesn't sell to me because yeah. it's. Um, I don't know. It's just because Jetson's like, you know, eight feet tall and 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 uh, Tara is like four feet tall, right? So it's like this is it just every time he's like, I'm coming for you. I'm like, come on, man. Like <laughs> I get it, but like you're gonna win power and then take out Tara because, and that's like to sh- you know, that's it just comes across as like bratty, right? Yeah. Like he's just like, how dare you do this to me? Right? Yes. <laughs> You know, mom, to... mom, she knocked over my toys. That's what yeah. it seems like. Yeah, like ignore have some you, grace, man. You've ignore been, your you've little been, sister. You know, it was the same thing with Cody last season in the US version. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, you've 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 had it so good for so long. You're finally in a little bit of, of hot water here, sure. But doesn't mean you I don't know. You I think there's a certain like respect your competitors, right? And and it comes across, it just comes across as like, I hate that person because they're putting me through some adversity here. No, embrace it a bit, you know, and say yeah. it's a game. And I'm, you know, and, and I and I plan to get her back, but it's just, it's the way you deliver that message, I think is is kind of my my issue. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> just on another scene here tonight, Ty was in the, the midst of cleaning the toilet. Uh, Beth shows up, he's, she's like, I'm so proud of you. Uh, <laughs> You know, just Beth talking to Ty here tonight. And by the end of it, you know, when she walks away, he's like, I can't wait to get her out. So so during that sequence, during that sequence, I I mentioned this before about Beth pawning Ty out to her um, her friend. Right. Right. Oh, I got a best friend for you. Right. You know, she's into you're just her type or whatever. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's that's putting it nicely. Yes. (laughs) It's a polite way of saying it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's when that sequence came. So you can kind of see how he would have felt a little like you're pawning me off. Like things are ending. Things are ending and you're kind of like have like a parachute. This is your parachute that you're mentioning. Oh, we're not going to be together. But dot, 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 you know, you might feel certain ways. Well, even the beginning of this scene, too, where she's like, you were like my best friend ever. I, or was that later? I can't remember. If that was this no, the same sequence. The same, same sequence. sequence. And she remember just moves around. It? Yeah, we flirted all the time, and we had a good. And then, then we became such good friends. Wasn't that great? He's like, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. But he's over like, it. We had a love triangle, and he's like, yeah. She's like, and she says, I, I, this little Alberta, um, beef jerky has you, uh, Toronto, Toronto boys, man's. Not... No, no, she used Toronto slang. She said Toronto man's, Toronto, Toronto man's. man's. Yes, M A N S. 
that's just a different way of saying men. <laughs> um, wow, I can't believe we're going into this. Um, all right, um, Toronto man's is like, um, um, you could say like, uh, <laughs> uh, David, um, or uh, I'm referring to you, and it's like, um, uh, uh, was a Burlington man's represent, right, or a Burlington. Uh, I'm I'm I'm, do, I'm terrible at I I don't use the term I use it only jokingly but man's is Toronto slang. All she all she needs to say is fam, right? Okay. Fam and man's, and then she she has like um a pretty good grasp on um Toronto slang. Okay, I don't know if I do yet. Uh, and I'm like, well, I've worked in Toronto for many years, and I, I just I'm not from Toronto, but Tor um next time you're in Toronto or you're talking to a, a Toronto man's them right. Mm -hmm. Uh, just throw a man's. Just throw a man's in and see how people react. It doesn't seem like a good thing. It doesn't seem like something I want no, to start using. It, it's but. it's it's not a bad thing. I don't think okay. it's something that you you would be using. But like, just throw it in for kicks. I don't think I should. Well, yeah, I'm always wary of using anything I don't understand because I've learned my lesson here. Or even things. Sometimes I think I understand it, and it turns out I don't. And throw um, a fam in there. Right? You hear me, fam? Hear me, fam? Is that just way of saying like guys? Like hey, sure, know, or, sure, right? Okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so she was she was all about it. Like, okay, she's so narcissistic, Beth. It's amazing, but they're all um, narcissistic. They think so highly of themselves, and I I guess that kind of works, especially when you have the diary room for like, like how many like months now, just pumping you full of like, like just giving you the gas, and you're just like, yeah, I am. That was a pretty good move. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, this is my brilliant move, Canada. I got this unlock. You know, like, they're pumped up so much. So, like, their only stimuli is people that they don't trust and the diary room, which is kind of like a session where, you know, they comfort them and say, hey, man, you're doing pretty well. It's like, um, what do you think about this move? And they ask questions. It's like the agenda especially if they don't really think about like how reality shows are built the agenda is to be on their side and to talk to them that's what they think or to to at least be the 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 source of conversation where there isn't a hidden agenda where there actually is but right okay maybe on that note let's talk about the next scene which is uh beth and tara in the expedia lounge as it's known now um I, I well maybe it always was and she just I didn't pull this sound clip but Tara's like I know you're cheesed you know but like about being on the block so this is like I guess their conversation after the nominations like maybe when they're first one on ones yeah um and Tara like Tara's making a, a fairly strong case of like hey I don't want to be the only woman in the house like even if you're on the block it's kind of like it's game talk right and Tara is just giving Beth just too much credit like or too much like um benefit of the doubt hoping that she's playing for herself ultimately or hoping that maybe down the line there can be something or whatever but beth over it. beth beth is betrayed here she's not she'll play into it a little bit um i'm a little you know i get it beth but also you kind of created this whole situation you have no self-awareness and i don't have a lot of sympathy for you either <laughs> and um and beyond that, there's not much else to say. It's just kind of a, it's, it, you know, it was like Tara's trying to play. Beth doesn't want to. She, but, but also on, on Tara's side, she can't, she's not reading Beth properly. So I'm a little bit disappointed in Tara too. Well, this scene is important because it plays to a similar scene that happens later on once the plan is unfurled. Yes, the plan. Best plan, which is actually Kiefer's plan, but who knows who, who really came it up. Um, 
Then we have Tashawn. This is what I say with the new trio, right? Uh, oh my God, we have to get the the, the greatest power trio that there ever was. Um, I don't know if they have a name. No, they don't have a name. They uh, play. Why can't I ever find it when I want to find it? Uh, that's what she said. There's no such thing as a backdoor. No, that's not it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. This is the new power trio. The most unlikely trio in Big Brother history. Let's do battle. Let's do battle. They're the let's do battle trio. I'm going to dub them. Let's do battle. Or they're the Kiefer trio, the new power trio. I want Uh, Kiefer to narrate my life, man. Yeah, he's, he's a radio host. I think he's in the right profession. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's those three plus now to Sean. So it's kind of like this new side of the house to, you know, there, and to Sean was like, he's like, yeah, like how, um, I said, it's just weird how they're talking. It's just weird how they're so comfortable with to Sean. Now these three, like, like they, they feel like he's, he has actually moved over. And I just feel like if I were you guys, even if I, even Kiefer who has a, a stronger relationship with Ty. <coughs> Right. Um, I'd be like, I don't know. Like if this is or can't, you know, I hope this is true, but I think we should still be wary. <laughs> Once again, as I was mentioning before, sometimes these people are like, well, he has to be with us. It makes no sense if he isn't. But that's not how these people play. <laughs> you have to assume that they're, that they're not always playing in their best interests and their heads are all screwed around, too. So you also you have to be like self-aware and read the room. Right now, yeah. but Ty, in the, I, I, Ty was there with me too. I would feel like, okay, Ty's kind of with this. Obviously, we're not getting diary room sessions where Ty's like, "I'm loving this. Give me all this information. I'm going to take this back to Jed and Ty. We're not or uh, Jed and Beth, right? I, I, he's not giving us that kind of information either. That's not being presented on the show. So it's it everything shown tonight is showing that like Tashawn is kind of he's playing for himself, or he has to eventually start uh, playing for himself. Um, However, we're getting near the end, and I gotta start playing for myself at some point. At some point, this is the point. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I can't trust it. I can't. I can't. I can't. I just can't. And yeah, I can't yet. Just- not, not until I see, not until I see this eviction. Yeah. Can I trust it? So okay. it's, it's like you hear me saying it over and over again, and part of it is like me giving myself. Like convincing myself was like, I can't trust it. Don't do this to yourself, Jamil. You don't want to do what you did with Kiefer, where you're like, they're locked in. There's no chance that Kiefer is gonna stay. And like these fools kept him. Like, I can't, I can't trust them. I cannot. Right? They're un- untrustworthy narrators. Unpredictable. They're unpredictable, right? They don't even know what they're gonna do yet. Yes. Right. Um, let's talk about this veto competition itself. The Expedia. It was a very Expedia-driven uh, theme tonight. It was all about geography and puzzles and moving, going on trips. Because you know, one day we'll be able to go on trips again, Jamil, after the pandemic. Uh, I don't know about Canada. Um, I already got in, uh, I already got um, invited to some trips already, and I'm like, why do this to me? Why? Yeah. This like, twist you, that night. You mean outside of the country? Like uh, outside the of the country. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, all, none of us are. All of us Canadians we're, are trapped. Yeah, we're in the big. Uh, we're in the Big Brother Canada uh, country. That's where we are. We're yeah, the lockdown. whole country is the Big Brother Canada house yeah. now. We're not getting out. Yeah. It feels like that's true. 
Um, and we're not, but they tease us. They, they, they torment us with, with, uh, these luggage bags, the, the cars, the, the maps, at least, <laughs> may, you know, we can't even go to other provinces right now without being searched and frisked yeah. and everything else. Do you um, like the design of this competition? Do, like just a design, just, a design. yes, I think, I think so. I think that it was, it was three parts. I think that the, um, you know, they took us through first with Jetson. I also think from how they presented it on the show was interesting. Uh, you know, I, I I I wish in retrospect I didn't know that Jensen won it because the way they edited it together, Jensen, I know he's the winner. He goes first. They show us his whole thing kind of slowly, right? And he was the slowest in the 22 minutes. So I know everybody who's going to come after is not oh, going fastest. to win. Huh? The fastest. The fastest, yes. He yeah. was the fastest, not the slowest. He came the, first. The one thing that I did notice is that um, Jensen is the only one who did the puzzle um in pieces as opposed to clear the path right and then push the car right through everyone else cleared the path first and then pushed the car straight through whereas jed was pushing the car like piece by piece yeah his his approach to the puzzle the second part of the competition was different yeah. than the rest um and yeah that was interesting like i i don't can remember now and it's worth looking up quickly. What is Jetson's like professional background? Doesn't he? Is he like he's a student or Isn't he's, a, he's he... a trainer? But he I, he was very he's he's good at certain puzzles. He seems yeah. to be that seems to be a strength of his. Ties um, the city planner. Ties the city planner, but I I'm I don't quite <laughs> I hasn't translated to the game. Um, although Ty did he came second in this. Although he was four minutes slower than Jetson. And I think he lost the time in that that puzzle in the final part um because they seem to be pretty much on par um for the most part um, yeah you look where he looks yeah oh geez Braden. <laughs> you're not helping your cause man you're not helping in this case like they um... it's like but like when you're seeing him perform at the end he pressed the button he's like yay and then he's like oh my god like he he catches himself and he's like oh wait i actually did really poorly not like he's just proud of himself that he finished like, oh, he was. He was just thrilled that he got the cities in the right places because the. I think I felt like the puzzle part uh, with the Kiefer was terrible at just getting the pieces where they need to go, and then and then some people were even bad at geography. Beth was very bad at her geography. Yeah. Um, she was putting Niagara Falls uh, around Banff, I believe, or something like that. No, he had place. she had Niagara Falls in Montreal. It in was Montreal. like way too high. Same thing, Kiefer. Both Kiefer at least had the excuse saying, "Oh." Um, I don't even look at the... I don't even look at the other side of Canada. It's all about the West Coast, baby. Hi to Gwai. You yeah. know, like Newfoundland, Nova Scotia. That's I don't know anything about that. That's, that's on the other side. I, I would have trouble with Banff and Jasper. Um, Where Banff is versus where Jasper is? Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. That's That, that one yeah. might be a little tougher. And I, folks, I, before you get angry at me, I've never been to the West Coast. I don't snowboard. I know where Vancouver is, so it, it, only those two. Only those two would hang me up. I would just flip them back and forth, and I would eventually get it in like about 10, 20 seconds. Yeah, but, so, not, a trial and error, because you, yeah. you'd be able to narrow in on what you don't know or what yeah. you might have wrong. But some of these players, I felt like, yeah, had a little bit more challenge there. So I felt like, yes, I thought like the, I feel like the least interesting part of the challenge was probably the first part. Which was like find the bag with a sticker on it with the ribbon. I was like, this part is boring to me. Yeah, uh, it's not as interesting to watch, but it it did create kind of an interesting dynamic throughout the three parts. It's 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 um it, it was good for this theme, 
and uh and for this it, it showed off the sponsor also what about these lumberjack outfits they had on tonight jameel with these little beanies and the blue and yellow oh, Do we- dude uh, dude no okay i gotta stop you right there this is a pet peeve of mine right they're not beanies they're toques well, beanies ha- beanies have a propeller on it right these are not beanies they're toques they I are even okay, go with winter yes. hats i will go with winter hats no i, I say will not accept- don't don't get me wrong i am a toque saying man I am a Canadian, and I say no, you say a toque saying man's. I'm a toque saying man's. Yeah, but listen, like I also, I I I also looked at the size of these toques, and they were not full size toques. In fact, I think that they were more. I would venture. You were going to say beady. You were going to say beady. Well, of course I was because it's uh, here. I, I let, let me just see if I can pull this up very, very quickly just to know uh, that uh, I, I will not let it move, but it's not covering his ears. It's very high up. It's a, it's a high riding toque. You know, it's a beanie toque. It's a hybrid beanie toque, perhaps. Hold on. Let me just I just take that uh, off video for one second. Um, see if I get a better angle of it. I, I, it's just a pet peeve of mine. I have too many Amera friends, and they just twist that knife, referring to beanies. Um, I refuse to to buy hats at places that refer to it as a beanie. So that a lot of American places, I'm sorry, I don't buy them. I'm sorry. Um, if I see a Canadian place that refers to it as a beanie, I'm I'm not buying it either. Okay, it's a toque, but it's 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 it it doesn't look like it would keep him warm enough. That's all I'm saying. A very impractical toque. It is terrorized. Terrorized. <laughs> it's terrorized. It's, terif- <laughs> it's terrifying. All right. <laughs> okay, so just uh, I I had to to speak to that. Yeah, the, the lumberjack folks- outfits. Yes, but I I do I do also question it as well. I guess they were looking for something um, around the colors so that they can have the the same branding colors being used, and they're like some designers like, oh, why don't we just go with that shirt that 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 that's that's that plaidish shirt and uh, well, it's the Expedia brand colors, the blue and the yeah. yellow too. It's easy for them to do that, so. It was fine. It was just like, yeah, they were, um, and they all get the boots, and they all get to keep this every time they get like any a, a, a veto competition. They get these yeah, clothes, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's cool. That's why you see it throughout the rest of the show. They'll be like, they'll mix it into their their fashion, their clothing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so Jetson wins this veto. Uh, as we <laughs> mentioned, 20, 22 minutes, four minutes better than the next best time, which is Tashawn. I couldn't help but think too that like. Could this be a motivator for Tashawn? Like, well, if this is my chance to get out Jensen, and he's the one who just beat me, I I would have won that veto if it were not for him. Maybe next week he wins veto instead of me too, or H O H, or H O H even, right? You know, so why? I like this is making more and more sense for Tashawn to do this. Whether he'll do it <laughs> is is the big question. Right? Yep. Whether he'll follow through. I feel like Kiefer is on for this plan. He wants to get Jensen now. He's competition for him, and um, also you, he put him on the block last week. Right. And we get this conversation afterwards with Tashawn Kiefer talking to uh, Tara, right? They're like, well, at this point, they're like, we have to try to get Beth out. We like, now that Jetson's safe, we have to try to get Beth out. This is before they, they, but they kind of um, come up with this plan here eventually. Well, why don't we, why don't we get uh, Jed to use the veto onto Beth, right? Um, because 
tell you why. In the middle of the night. That'd be an alpha move. <laughs> in the middle of the night, it, it comes to Kiefer, right? And he just, he talks. He talks. And the three of them are like, oh, sh- that would be, that would be epic. That would be epic. Yeah. <laughs> but- <laughs> right, well, the, uh, Kiefer says we have to try. We do. We're damned if we don't. Yeah. We have to try, Tara. I know. We, this was the plan. This was the plan. But like you're not damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you don't get Jet out, you get out Beth. Which what is if still- it was like one thing that's never explored tonight of all the play of uh, the only one who's not talked about? It, if Kiefer was sitting next to Jetson, do they really vote out Kiefer over Jetson? Yes, they would vote out Kiefer. They have so that's to. Why he- that's why he well why did they no what like i think that'd be a tough choice you know if you're the house because you go who's the bigger threat uh Kiefer or jedson both can be at the end Kiefer's. why um so understand you're not you're breaking up the trio and that is your that is the biggest threat but individually Kiefer is a bigger threat mm-hmm. that okay, that is so, the issue okay. so, so tara, you tara would, ruled this out yeah like if you t- if it's between jedson and Kiefer. You take out Jetson, right? You still have Kiefer, right? And basically have the spare parts of the trio, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you take out Jetson, right? At least now you can focus on Kiefer. So it, it, like the, looking at the people who are voting as well, you have Ty voting, you have Brayden, and you have Kiefer, right? So if you put Kiefer up, that means you have what um, Ty, Beth, and Brayden. They're going to take a shot at Kiefer. They're going to. The trio's still there, and they're still the biggest threat. Hmm. Okay, right? okay. I was just saying, but they don't even, yeah, because basically because they don't explain that to me in the episode, I was having a hard time understanding why he, like, you're talking Brayden. Let's put, we'll talk about, we'll tell, we'll tell them we're getting rid of Brayden, but he's actually a pawn, and it's actually a trick, and whatever. Uh, but I agree with you. It's not a damned if you do, damned if you don't. There's a couple, maybe, options here. Yeah, <laughs> they just don't want to explore them. <laughs> Okay, also we had the have-not uh, thing happening tonight, like the skip the dishes vote. I know your favorite part of the show. Um, you know, and to Sean, who, who we can't stop talking about this guy, right? He comes up again. We knew he was going to win. We checked the Twitter yeah. poll the other night, and he was way out ahead. Uh, so he was super thrilled. And I'm excited right now. I <laughs> smiling. I can't. Holy Canada. I love you all, too. He loves, he loves all of you. Did you get, please tell me you got the sound bite. About what? what he wants, what he wants. He needs that meat in him. <laughs> no, I didn't get that. Oh, no. It's such a great light. I'm like, that has to be it. He's like, I need that meat in me. I, and no, I'm like, I didn't I didn't even pick up on that, honestly. I, yep. it was, I, I was, no, he, I was born. He was like, I'm Ty, my name is Ty, and I want Thai food. And it was, I don't know. Uh, what would I you get? Back. What would you get? If you haven't, like, if you haven't eaten fast food, in a while, and not, it's not even just fast food with Skip, but like you haven't um, ate food out, and you've been cooking slash eating slop for like was it two months now? They're day fifty something. Um, yeah. What would you What would you order? What, what What is your? I'd probably order something like they that you can't make in the house, right? Like so, maybe something deep fried, because uh, I doubt that they're able to do that in the house. They probably they're using the oven or they're using the grills and pans and things like that. So. Um, I don't know if you can like have a barbecue steak in the house, but I would uh, if that's not an option or not something you would get all the time, then I, you know maybe I would order that. You know, like order from the keg or 
something something good. Okay. Okay. Like a lobster tail. Ooh, lobster tail. That's good. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Something. Something like that. A lot, lot of butter, garlic. Um, so yeah. What about you? Ah, oh, that's such a hard question. I'm I'm such a a person of like, uh, whatever takes me at that moment. I'll be perfectly honest though. Um, if someone said that they're allergic to something, I'll probably ask for that. I there's just there's just something about not being able to have something or that you shouldn't have something that just kind of motivates you to like, you know what, but what if I'm like the the isosceles, the sauce of food, right? Just indecisive until it's like, oh snap, what if I do do this? Um, like a, a mutual friend of ours is allergic to <coughs> sorry to strawberry milkshakes and when she told me that i was like just craving strawberry milkshakes because i was told like i shouldn't really have it this is it just, forbidden fruit yes yes um but so just you can't even top, have this i know off the top of my head i would probably want um i don't know like a very hearty soup like ramen like a like a double bowl of ramen with like the cutlets and the um, ramen the is it ramen Ramen, ramen. You all know what I mean. Man's I know what you knows. mean. I just, I, I, I'm. Man's like, nose. Man's. I've always, nose. I've been saying ramen. I was just like, am I saying it wrong? No, you're probably saying it right. Ramen, 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 ramen. Might be, maybe it's, maybe it's a Brampton thing. You say <laughs> in Brampton, we say ramen. <laughs> Everywhere else, it's ramen. Ramen. Um, this is also, but this whole thing where he, um, he got the food also made me think. Okay, he's he knows he's on the show. He knows he's talking about playing his own game. He knows he's talking about all these things, and it's probably making the show. And he's in certain sequences, and now he wins this this vote where Canada is rewarding him, and he's got to be thinking, well, maybe I'm doing the right thing. Maybe can this is this is the Canada is Canada is telling me yes, do this. Yes, and it yeah, that's that's when it comes to situations like this, it does really point you to motivate you to continue with the path that you're going on. Like you're getting that acknowledgement, that acknowledgement that you're doing the right thing. Right. I hope he, I hope that, that, uh, that was, I also had a glimmer of hope because I, I, I'm, I'm a Thai fan. I want Ty to start, you know, if you're going to start playing, start playing now. Right. Yeah. Like in terms of actively for your, for yourself. Um, and we get that. We get happy. Then we also have this, this is where the actual beginning of this plan to put up, like, like let's get uh, Jetson to use the veto onto Beth. So it's it's key for Ty Braden like in the middle of the night talking in the dark and like could this work and it's kind of like this thing and then it's almost like the next day it's uh Kiefer goes like or the next morning he presents this plan from the shadow cabinet uh up to Tara the uh, the president you know uh madam president we have a plan we hatched in the middle of the night it's the late of the long knives we call it and uh, here it comes right and uh, and she's like well maybe um you know what um, just to stop you there. If that trio does call themselves Shadow Cabinet, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> th that would just straight be awesome because that's free if you want to use that on the show. Uh, yeah. Global, you, you know, throw it out there. The Shadow one, one really smart guy in a podcast. He was like the Shadow Cabinet because shadow you cooked cabinet. you cooked up this this deal in the dark. Yes. No, no, no screw it. I mean, I'm no, I'm copywriting it. If I'm ever if I'm ever on the show. I'm gonna be like, that's the name of our alliance, the Shadow Cabinet. Yes, because we're in the. It's dark. a good name. It's a good name. Yeah, 
It's, it would get it would get panned. I'm sure by a lot, but hey, that's fair. <laughs> um, then we have it. We had so this was the part two of Beth and Tara in the Expedia room or Expedia lounge um, that they need each other, Vito, blah blah blah. But it, it's it's more of the same that we had earlier with their conversation that they're really not um, working together. However, is this where is th this is actually where where Tara's like, well, what if I, what if Jet, what if Jed used the veto on you so that we can put a Braden because once that's what Beth wants to hear. Why can't Braden be on the block? Braden, she's got a real dislike of Braden. I'm getting the sense of do you. Are you well, feeling that vibe? I don't necessarily feel that. I feel like there's a general like dislike of everyone except them. Like it's always us versus them when it comes to Beth, even when she knows that she needs the other side to help her to win the game. It's always us versus them. But I right. think I think the reason why Beth goes along with it and is kind of convinced is her mind, the way it works, is the only reason why Tara would come up with such a stupid plan is if she genuinely wants me to stay. Right? That's her leap of logic. Right? It's like there's this is so stupid that only someone who desperately wants me to stay would even utter those words publicly. And that convinces, that straight convinces her. By God, it's so crazy, it might work. Right. Well, it also reinforces Beth's be belief system, which is that she's really good at this game. And she's good at like convincing, even though she hates Tara, she's, she's got Tara wrapped around her finger. She may have had a lapse, a momentary lapse here, but now I've got her back. I'm so good. So she comes, she then, you know, then she runs to uh to Jed and uh, you know, she's like, This is this is what's gonna happen. And Jed's like, he's considering it right from the from the beginning. He, you know, he's uh which he shouldn't be. This is uh, you know, he thinks it's an alpha move. That'd be an alpha move. It's not. It's it, well, yeah, no. um it, it might be up there with the Eric, the Eric Survivor move that you you uh, pointed out the other night. Yes, we'll see. and and um, Luan, is it Luan? Um, this is before your big brother time, but um, someone has also won the veto and not used it um, on themselves. And, and then been voted out? Immediately right after it got voted out. Well, I think I, I think that because I, as voters, right, as um, house guests that are voting tomorrow night, like, would you, do you feel like, hey, there was a guy and his name was Jedson, and he was a very powerful alpha player. We do. We're damned if we don't. Yeah. We have to. Uh, you didn't vote him out after he didn't use the veto on himself? You would look stupid. I, you would I, look I don't stupid. Care. I, I don't care who you are or what your thought process is. You would have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to 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 um, to justify that, it. Yeah, to justify that thought process. It just makes no sense. No. No, if, especially if you're Kiefer, who is a, a fan of this game and is, a, yeah. you know, is a he there's no way I can see Kiefer not voting. He has doubly the reason to do so. He The reason is one dude put him on the block, block or I should say man's put him on the block. Man's and put two, him on the block. Man's. Yeah, Toronto man's man. Um, I, I see. I, I hate the usage. I, I, I can't well, I, I'm not saying I love it. By the way, is is Deshaun actually from Toronto? Is he actually not from Montreal? He's from, um, isn't he from Montreal? But I thought he's or, from Montreal. But like, but well, Beth doesn't. He played in Toronto, he's... didn't he? Or he lived in Toronto? Maybe he has got some connection because Beth thinks of him as from Toronto. Yes, uh, and uh, and Jed is from Aurora. 
Yeah, that's not really Toronto either. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but like Kiefer is justified in his in his thought process. It makes pretty straightforward sense, right? Why he would be motivated. So I'm not necessarily worried about Kiefer per se, unless something else enticing comes up, which Jed cannot offer him. He cannot. No, and I don't think Kiefer would be a fool to to fall for anything. He he might try to you know fake him out with. Um, and they, it's like a series of conversations that, right? Like then we get Jed, Beth, and Tara comes out. They talk about this plan. He's raised like it'd be an alpha move. Um, That'd be an alpha move. It's always an alpha move. It's not. Then Ty, Jed, and Beth uh, out back, and and then Kiefer shows up, and then they're talking about Beth. Like this is where Kiefer says, "Hey, uh, I love your plan, Beth, because it's my plan, or it's the Shadow Cabinet's plan." <laughs> um, and the plan, and, and this is, and then it's left tonight where the veto ceremony happens. It's uh, you know, Jedson goes, uses it, and uh, and then Braden takes a seat, and and Braden's like, he knows this is a risk. That's his diary room session, but he feels like this is going to work out. Now that 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 means nothing because Braden doesn't know what's going on clearly, or he doesn't have enough of a pulse on things. But um, it's just too cute, dude. It's too cute. You are leaving the opportunity. You're opening the window that all three of them could. <laughs> you take a shot at all three of them, basically, and they all walk free this right, week. Yeah, Tashawn could have been the pawn here. Yeah, just easily, easily, and you get the same result. Same result, and you can trust Braden. You could trust Braden in that respect, right? You could talk to him, and like it would seem straightforward. Why would you why would you trust Beth right in this situation or even like put all your hopes on Ty? If Beth and all Ty... if this all rests on Ty at the end of the day, will Ty uh vote with um with Kiefer, right? Yeah. Because it's Kiefer, Ty, and uh Beth, and Beth that are voting. Vote. As opposed right. to like Ke uh, like Kiefer, uh Beth and Braden. Braden. Yeah, like <laughs> that's like slam dunk, right? If it's Kiefer, well, okay, so it's it's either it was either Braden or Ty voting. So Ty is definitely less reliable here because he could flip back to the team, to the trio, to the sauce, and decide that that's what he wants. But I don't think he's going to. But let's talk about it. Let's see what we can know from feeds and spoilers and everything else, and get into it because uh, you know I think there's about as much on this episode as we can break down. It was a good one. I enjoyed this episode. I'm going to remember this one for a while because I think that this week has been a bit more dynamic. I think I like the play, and I like that I can't really predict where it's going to end up, for better or worse. Yeah. Are we right? getting a jury segment tomorrow? Before we, um... I, 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 oh, I think so. And by the way. While we're on uh, on that subject, I I don't know if you've seen the jury house photos that they've released onto the website. Yes, I have some of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, like, Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up for these folks. <laughs> oh, I can only do ten at a time. One time. They are Let's the most. Okay. Uh, this is uh um what is it? It's it's Braden. Sorry, Rohan and Victoria. I'm sorry. On the deck. Uh, like just just everywhere yeah. right like so here let's bring up these uh these photos from the the jury house so we have rohan and victoria here on the dock um here here he's pointing out he's like look out there victoria she's <laughs> like yeah that's cool uh this is the, they're like hey interesting meeting you here in quarantine land up here in muskoka <laughs> country 
uh, this is where Rohan found something and wanted to. Like, Does this look like very awkward, like wedding photos or something? Like, like something, like yeah, like they're meant to be playing parts or they're playing a couple, maybe. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the, they they apparently only have bunk beds here in this jury house where they they it's kind of it's more like a concentration camp or more like a <laughs> uh, some kind of a system where they're behind bars. So, not not I don't, not. I don't have a problem with it. I don't like the bed in the middle. The bed in the middle is is throwing the whole thing off. Like, why not put a yeah. mattress up on uh, on the top one of the top bunks and then move that? I don't know what's going on there. That's not right. Yeah. Uh, th that's all they have to do is sleep in here, and then they have a, a stove. Um, yeah, there's here. a real there's a real kitchen. That's just for presentation. Here here they are in the proper living room. Uh, you know, I like the the stone wall. It looks nice. I like yeah. I like I like the laminate floor. I like that too. I think they might move here permanently together and start a life. You know, I think <laughs> it's 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 looking like that. And here they are cooking. Nice, um, yeah, nice house. Um, get those get those onion skins off. The Keurig machine. Do you do you take the skin off or do you cut the tops first? What what type of? Uh, I cut the tops um, off, then I get the skin off. Okay. Just, just wondering. Just wondering the thought process. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great pose. Watch that knife. Don't cut yeah. yourself, Rohan. Safety first. Okay, that's all. So uh, those are the ones I pulled, actually. So anyway, that's a that's a little peek at the jury house. It looks very clean. Um, Tara would appreciate it. She would. She wait until Beth gets there. Okay. That's <laughs> uh. If you're leaving us now, we're just gonna plug all our shows here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Uh, we we don't just cover Big Brother Canada Nine, but we we have been doing that for many weeks now, eight weeks in fact. Uh, we also are on Friday are going to be doing um the uh, review of The Serpent, which is a Netflix show that's been out. Uh, Jamil, I I can't remember if if you've confirmed on this or not. If Jeff, I have not it. confirmed. I said, uh, well, Jeff said, hey. Um, I said, Hey, I am off on Friday. Um, should I watch it? Should I spend my time? And it's like, You could, he you never could. guaranteed it was worthwhile to it watch. It was the weakest sell ever. Um, and I wouldn't, so anyway, if you've watched The Serpent or if you haven't, we're gonna be talking about it. It was gonna be me, Jeff, and uh, and and Mott, and maybe Jamil, who knows. Um, on, on Friday at 7.30 Eastern over on this channel. Uh, plus, uh, in about a week or two, we're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I guess it'd be two weeks because we're going to do it after like the, the making of uh, feature comes out, right? Um, sure. Like we did, like, We've got a lot of time until the next MCU content comes out. So, mm -hmm. so we might June do that too. Two weeks, but when we talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier here on Super Mario Brothers podcast, we already talked about WandaVision when that series uh, had wrapped for uh, a little earlier this year, and um, and other things we've covered Westworld and different shows. So check that out. We also have our other channel, Trivial Debates. Uh, this Sunday, we're going to be uh, arguing about uh, you know we always argue about TV, sports, uh, movies, music. It's kind of a game show format. Um, this is on the Trivial Debates channel. This will be Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. We got my son, Animator, hosting. We got some of our other podcasters, including Adam Woodward, Jody Simpson, and Beth Mater, my mother. Uh, the Beth that doesn't suck. The Beth that doesn't suck. I'm like, yes. Um, and uh, ha, 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 ha. I, was gonna try, I can't even do a Beth laugh. Anyway, so check that out Sunday morning. It's going to be a probably about a 90 minute podcast where we're going to go. And uh, we got all, all kinds of it's always it's always a really fun affair uh where the points don't matter you know it's kind of like one of those things and live long and podcast our star trek channel where we uh on tuesdays we talk about star trek d space nine we're doing every episode in order 
Um, and then on Wednesdays, we have original series where we do uh, with my dad. He tells me that like Dave in the 60s, they this was the only Star Trek and we didn't they were they weren't planning to make more. So it didn't matter if it didn't make sense. And today That's was um, heavy as the crown or the conscience of the king we did conscience today of the king yes yeah so uh we watched that episode that was uh, that was an interesting kodos the executioner i learned quite a few things about original series and star trek and um we've also done all the other star trek shows including picard and movies and uh and discovery and and uh lower decks and different things plus one of our feature things is called Star Trek Radio Theater, where we um, play out the Star Trek episodes. Uh, Steve Shives from his uh, self-titled uh, channel, he was on D Space Nine with us last night, and he's going to be part of this next production. We're doing Samaritan Snare uh, uh, this Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on uh, the Live Long and Podcast channel. I'll be playing Jean-Luc Picard, Steve Shives playing Commander Riker. And our friend Chris Seymour coming in to play Captain Grebdenlog of the Packlets, plus Ensign Sonia Gomez. Can't wait to hear that. Jeff Mater in the role of Jordy LaForge. Well, he was that one year he was a full lieutenant. Uh, and then uh, Tom uh, Tyrell is Data. We got Ashley Millard as Pulaski. My wife, Jane, is Worf. And Troy and the Surgeon. And uh, Kevin Millard is Crusher. Uh, Wesley Crusher, more specifically. Reginald and Morris. So check that out Saturday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that episode. And I think I, I, that's everything, right? That's everything we're doing over That's there. everything for now. So much, though. It is so, so much. much. Is that all? Is that all we're doing? <laughs> I, I need like three minutes just to explain it all. Okay. So with all that, let's get to any kind of spoilers and what we might be looking ahead for tomorrow night's eviction. Uh, and geez, I'm not even there. Boop, boop, boop. Give me the Ruafu. <laughs> okay. Hit me, Jamil. So um, expect a jury uh, jury segment because who is there not much to do uh, since uh, this episode aired. Um, so uh, what we were left with is the plan was to vote out Jed. And as of right now, the plan is still a go. Beth, Ty, and Kiefer all seem on board with voting out Jed. But Beth's in on this too? Yes. Well, why but, include her? Why? That's my first question. Why? Why not just keep Jed and, and Beth in the dark? They let Beth know. <laughs> so, um, but, but it was Beth, a bad. You agree that was a bad thing to do? I, I think so. Especially with what? Especially with what happens next. And does Jed? Well, she tells Jed everything. There's no way that she, Jed doesn't know now. Jed does know. Of course. Okay. Right? Okay. So the original plan was for them to tell Jed just before the actual elimination, um, uh, eviction. Um, Beth has told Jed. Jed is questioning everything because Ty, both Ty and Kiefer are adamant. Like, why is Beth doing this? Why is she causing drama? Um, we're not going to vote you out. Brayden is gone. Right? Um, and it seems kind of pointless because if you guys are truly locked in, there's no reason for you to lie. <laughs> You're gone. I'm sorry, right? Um, they just don't want to give Jed the opportunity to campaign, right? And to so he already someone. has like he already has that opportunity. He already knows. He already, Beth knows. already told him. Like yes, like they had like yeah. They might as well cop to it. You always, you you know like why not? But it, it looks bad because they're now like invoking. Hey, what are we doing next week? Kind of talk. They're like. Uh, Beth, I don't know what Beth is talking about. Like, um, she's questioning my integrity type of thing. Like, they are 
the 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 gassing is real they're trying to miss this man so bad and he's like he knows and it just looks terrible. It's, Why are it's they so look. afraid? Why does Jensen have this power over them? I don't understand. Or at least I over... don't know. I like it's it's both Kiefer and Ty. Ty is is doubling down on this so hard that I have to believe he's voting this man out. There's no way. I don't know how you can turn around and come back from a relationship like that where you, you keep him after you lie to him, right? Lie to him because Ty told Beth. He's been with Kiefer and Tara since the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. So okay. if Beth is also relaying this information to Jed, which she is, right? You, how can you like turn around and then keep Jed, and then expect Jed and Beth to trust you, right? It, it would make no sense. It would make no sense whatsoever. Whose idea was it to tell Beth? Do you know, I. I I, I think I missed that information. I think I missed that. It feed. better not be Kiefer's. <laughs> you would just like, no, why would you? Why would you make any sense? It better not be Kiefer and it better not be Tara either for that matter. Because I like I expect Ty, I would forgive this. Because I feel like Ty is just he's not the brightest. Okay. But he tries. City you know? planner, not the brightest. City planner. He's he's working on it. He's working, you know. <laughs> um, and Brayden is just chilling. <laughs> yeah, Brayden's gonna Brayden. Like, I'm not, I'm not passenger. too worried about. Yeah, like Brayden's not gonna fight. But Brayden being a passenger—that's the best thing he could probably do for himself. Because uh, maybe you know, because uh, if he got unless any, things flip, unless things flip, but you and know, then he, he'll be in a Tina position where he's, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is Tina all over again, right? Where yeah. you know, you're damned if you do, or you're damned if you don't. It's basically. It, with with us having the knowledge of what's happening this week, um, honestly, I hope they vote out Ty next. Because I don't like it would be so bad for everyone if if Jed comes back. If Jed comes back after this kind of like where they're straight up not telling him the truth, like Are you sure there's a buyback? That's what they're saying. They're but saying I haven't, that- they haven't talked about it at all. So what's going to happen is you have the vote today and then you have your double, right? But it's a fake double eviction because the person who is voted out immediately competes against the person who was previously voted out. And then whoever wins comes back in. Okay. That's so you're the telling understanding. Me we're we're going to have a double eviction style episode tomorrow night. Yes. There's no okay. time. There's no time like this is the this was the perfect type of situation right now where they don't have to spend that much time covering in between the veto ceremony and the first eviction. Okay, so if Rohan so Rohan and Victoria are gonna be part of this, presumably? No, nope, they're part of the jury. Then who would the evictee uh, compete against? The oh the second the second evictee. Yeah. Okay, the yeah. second evictee. Um okay, so Which let's sucks. say let's say Jetson's voted out. Or even let's say he's not voted out. Let's let's say let somehow it's Brayden and gets voted out. Okay, and then in the in, in at that point, in, wouldn't you put up Kiefer? Kiefer, yeah, let's never. Yeah, let's say Kiefer. Kiefer is the target of the double of the fake double, and then so what? We get like a Kiefer versus Brayden, maybe in this buyback, like you and know, or Kiefer, what? And then Kiefer what? wins, and Kiefer comes back, and we basically wasted the week. 
what happens if but if it's Jensen who does get voted out and then he competes against like it depends who gets voted out in the second part. If it's someone if it's someone like Ty or if it's someone like 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 Kiefer even, that could be interesting to watch yeah. which one of them comes back in. But you have to believe that Terra is going to be on the block. Even if it's Kiefer as HOH? Is Kiefer going to put up Jed and Ty? Um, Ty and Beth? Well, he has to put up... He only has a couple of options. He can put up Tara, Brayden, Ty, or Beth. Yeah, so... Yeah. Right? Like, I would think so. Yeah, put up Ty and Beth. I don't know if he's going to put up Ty. Beth and who? Beth and Tara? Probably um, Beth and Brayden or... I don't think he's going to put up Ty. Okay, so okay, and then but, but, we'll see. Like, will go. It would be fun. Okay, but um, so it's kind of a fake double, but it because there's this buyback, but it's I mean, it's so it's a poorly branded, it's a poorly branded thing. They shouldn't have said a fake double eviction. It is a double eviction with a buyback. It's a, yes, it's exactly it's it's the wrong terminology. It's because if you're if you're victim part two and then you lose this thing, yeah, you're out. Yeah. You're, you're joining Rohan and... Uh, or unless and, I'm completely off and they just did not explain it well enough. I don't want to buy back. I just want this to play out. It's been like a very traditional game so far. Painfully traditional, but in some ways... Like, Do you I don't think need this, this season would have been better with the twist? A bigger twist than the team's thing at the beginning? No. I, I, I missed, like, I'm sorry, you got voted out, you're gone. Like, minimal powers. Like, there's been, like, no powers... Like I've liked this season. Uh, I, I haven't liked the gameplay of some of the players, but like the drama has been built in via the people that they've they have casted on the show, as opposed to um, the the show being um, inserting drama because they don't trust the cast. Yeah, like it's. Um... Like I think these these are mo like in terms of how they casted this, they just took people who kind of I don't know how much they can test for this, but they're just kind of indecisive, kind of like I don't know what I'm going to do next type kind of personalities. Give them a someone said give them a quiz, and if they erase their answer like twenty times, they're perfect for the show. Oh really? Well, that's, yeah, but then maybe that's true. Maybe that's what you kind of want. Somebody who's kind of like I don't know, I might do this, I might do that, I I don't know till the last minute, and that maybe makes a good television uh, game show contestant. Yeah, potentially, right? Versus somebody yeah. who's calculated and a little bit more boring. Last a little bit more like Tina. Last, last episode, we need to go back and review the cast. Review the cast and like, was this a really good cast? Yeah. I think we should go I back we'll and watch our. Sense. We should go back and watch our cast preview podcast. <laughs> is the is, that would be our our homework, and then come in yeah. and say how wrong were we about everybody? You know, I was. Much. <laughs> I, I was wrong was. about a lot of people. Yeah, it's gonna. It will be a sort of a post mortem. Um. Wow. Okay. So, hey, we got a lot to talk about tomorrow night too. By the sounds of it, it sounds like it. All right. I'll get well, some rest. I'll start sleeping from now, and then I should be refreshed by. Yes. <laughs> get your rest. Uh, I needed to get mine too because Wednesdays are always tough. I got the Star Trek podcast and then this one. So, uh, and I love doing it, but it's you know it's your. It weighs on you. It weighs on you. I understand. It weighs on you a little bit. You know, you, you just, you know, I haven't had a moment yet. To, so, so I'm, I'm, uh, but this was a great episode uh, to talk about. Great podcast with you, Jamil. A lot of fun. Um, always and a pleasure, Dave. Always, always a pleasure. pleasure. Right. Yes. 
We're going to close the book on this episode 22, which aired on April 21st uh, for this week eight. We're going to be back tomorrow for this real double with a buyback. We're going to call it the real thing. Um, and uh, oh, and, uh, and and don't forget. I always have to do it. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I, I, I should remember every time. I, and I can never find it. Here, here it is. Ready? And remember, someone is. Oh, thank you.